millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, I am here at the gorge. One of the joys of being in a gorge in the West Country is that there is no phone signal. So trying to get hold of Will Duggan, I don't know where he is. Is he here? Nobody knows. So... Is this the first ever episode of the National Treasures podcast that is solo Lorelex? Or will I stumble across Will Duggan somewhere in a gorge in Somerset? Stay tuned to find out. I can see someone walking in the distance that might be Will... I don't want to describe them in case it's not, and then Will will be mad at me, but it's like... like a stereotype of a tourist? (laughs) Maybe with Will's figure? It is Will! I found him. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. How are you? It was Will. So, Will Duggan, we didn't travel here together. We didn't travel here together. I came from Leicester. And I came from Mummy and Daddy's house an hour away. And I, well, three and a bit hours. And then, because um, we didn't, there's no, like, centralised car park. So the way that you described it, completely accurate. But this bit was before where my sat-nav told me Cheddar Gorge was. Uh... So I drove through this. And you're like, yeah, just keep going through the gorge. It's like... But the sign walking Cheddar Gorge is like a mile that way. <laughs> so eventually did a very dangerous turn in the road and I came back. It's funny, isn't it? Because it's... So we're very close to Wookie Hole that we did in the last series. We've been sent here by Richard Herring. I came here as a child, but none of this looks familiar. But it isn't like you get to the exhibition event gates and you are at Cheddar Gorge now. It, it is just some stuff spread through a gorge. Yeah, so... Weirdly, I was talking to my father about this the other day, having never been here before. I love that I chose daddy and you've chosen father, when neither of us refer to our parents in those terms. I like this denim shirt, look. That's good. Thanks. I've also bought loads of new clothes. Uh, when I went on a holiday, I'm not seeing you. I didn't bring your fucking fridge back, no. Um, <laughs> since holiday, I was like, I just, I'm sick of wearing the same, like, six things on rotation. So I thought, do you know what? I've got some money. And I went to H&M for about half an hour, and I got really angry, and then I went to Marks and Spencer's. <laughs> and I tell you, once you admit it to yourself, yeah. it's great. Yeah. Everything I'm wearing is from different places, actually. But... <laughs> I've been wearing, I bought like, I bought maybe like eight outfits from my, I just went in, so like, do you know what, the credit card can take it, just deal with it in the future. Well, this is from H&M, the little shacket thing. Nice though, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway. Sort of a, 
a wild Thornberrys-esque jacket that Will's wearing, a little bit explorer. And I have been thinking about uh, getting a moustache. You should. I think I just need, and look, all bodies are beautiful, but mine at the minute very much has two chins under this beard. <laughs> and not like, you know, we can all push ourselves, be like, look at that. But, um, yeah, once I can get a bit more definition that isn't cut in by, by a knife. I had this, I don't know, if you, did you uh, yeah. I stayed with my mum and dad last night, and it, like, they my mum loves to just cut out random photos and just stick them on the kitchen cupboards, sure. like, not, like, framed... And it is like looking at a sort of morgue of all the jawlines I used to have. There's a picture of me in my parents' house in a frame. I will be 19, right? Uh, and I've got, I've got I'm completely clean shaven. My hair is like long and flicky. Uh, I'm wearing a. Do you remember when French Connection was FC UK? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a blue FC UK t shirt with like graffitied FC UK. This wicked like denim jacket. I was like, you absolute <laughs> stud. Becca was waxing lyrical about your curls the other day. I saw her at the Eurovision party. That dates this episode. Do you want this cafe that we're in? So we're in a little cafe um, in the middle of the gorge. We're just by Goff's Cave, which is one of the two caves we're going to explore today. Um, it's given me real vibes of... Do you remember way back when, Series 1, in Manchester, before we went to the Whitford Art Centre? Whitworth Art Gallery. Whitworth Art Gallery. And we had a coffee in that yeah, Starbucks yeah, yeah. over the road. It's really reminding me of that flashback. Like, how many years ago would that be now? Like, three years ago? I think we were both in the northwest, sort of independent. Yeah. Going, well, let's just do one because I'd lived in Manchester. Like, oh, I know a nice place. Yeah. So yeah, we did like we did. Because you'd stayed the night before with some friends, but you hadn't been able to get in their house, so you'd slept in the car for a few hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you always a fucking mess? Anyway, so today, so we're in Cheddar Gorge. We're going to see two caves. I'm going to drag um, Will up Jacob's ladder, which is climbing to the top of the mountain. And, um, oh, he's pointing to his footwear. And guess what, listener? For the first time in Treasure's Pod history, it's a propes. It's totes a propes. I've worn leather boots. Look at you, you ledge. It's going to be very hard not to compare today to Wookiee Hole, because we're literally about five miles away from Wookiee Hole. But um, I'm excited to see how this... I mean, I feel like we're not going to watch a video about Jurassic Park. No, and I think first, absolute first impressions. So I was a bit late... Um, here. Oh, don't worry, I did some recording. I saw you recording as I came in, but I was a bit late. Um, not through my own fault, through traffic, and then, unlike with Wookiee Hole... A very slow Honda Civic yeah, was yeah. annoying, if, Will. If you were driving a red Honda Civic around Somerset on Monday the 16th of May 2022, you're a real piece of shit. Um, but, um, whereas Wookiee Hole, it's like, here, 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 there's the car park, there's the entrance, it was inviting me this way to Cheddar Gorge, this way to Cheddar Gorge, and then suddenly, oh, it's just... It's just here. Do you know what I mean? It's not necessarily... No, it's a gorge in Cheddar. It's not an exhibition called Cheddar Gorge. It's... You're in a gorge in Cheddar. What the fuck else did you want, Will? Like, that kind of a vibe. I was saying saying it positively. Uh, Quick question. Don't don't call me thick. Is this where the cheese is from? Yes. Great. Yeah. Apparently, mini cheddars have now got a red Leicester flavour. Yeah. I'm not the biggest mini cheddar fan. I'm not anti them, I just never choose them. If you gave me someone... Oh, I would choose them, especially when I think I'm dieting, because they're baked, so I feel like, well, that's healthy. I I would never choose them. I just... No. What about if you're at a buffet and there's 
four bowls of crisps on a table and okay. you're loading a plate up, would you take a few? What are the, what are the other crisps? Um, you've got some salt and vinegar, French fry, like chipsticks they're type like, things. They're like one of the best crisps, aren't they? You've got some just, you're not sure what flavour they're going to turn out to be, some just generic looking walkersy type things and you've got some frazzles. They're all there in a bowl. You could take a handful of each if you like. I think I'd choose everything apart from the mini cheddar stuff. You wouldn't even take just two. I might have a couple, but it would be like, great, it would be in order of this, uh, French fry-esque, frazzle-esque, generic walkers. Name a bad generic walkers flavour. Cheese and onion. Wrong. The nation's favourite. Disgusting. You're disgusting. <laughs> but if I was at your house and you're like, oh, do you want a snack? I was like, oh, yeah. And you bought me a bag of mini cheddars, I wouldn't be like, get the fuck out of my What about the smoky barbecue ones? Never had them. Oh, were you? I never, I never choose them. You're an idiot. Right, let's go and have a look at a cave. Bias because it's Somerset and I love it here, but I just think everybody's nice. Did you meet the, who? Who served you your cup of tea? Just a lady. Oh, the man that works in that coffee shop was the most lovely man. Just great fun. I think it's just a Somerset thing. Everybody here is delightful. So we've been given tickets for this. We should say they have provided us with a ticket to explore, which is nice. We never ask for them, do we? But sometimes we don't ask. Say we ask for permission to to record. Yeah, because yeah. we're wandering around with a tiny microphone. Hello, we have this ticket. So we've both been handed audio guides and we're heading into the cave. I'm instantly freezing. Are you freezing? No, I've got a nice thick denim shirt on and a jacket. Also, I, just... I run warm. Oh, OK. So now we've got to take our audio guide over here and select a language. What are you going to select? Probably English. All oh, right, boring. Right, so we're in Goff's Cave, first of all, which is just underneath the cafe we were in. Um, looks like a cave so far. Richard Goff, there's a picture of him on the wall. 1827 he was born and died in 1902. Was that 75? That's pretty decent. 75, would you be happy with 75? I'd be happy with 34. <laughs> he says age 35. I was just about to be like, are you a little baby? No, you... He was the man who discovered Goff's cave. What a, what a coincidence that Richard Goff discovered Goff's cave. What I don't get is, what do you mean he discovered it? He's just been here. Well, I guess the front of it was covered up with leaves or something and he, like, like scuffed the, them up away. Like the back cave? Yeah. <laughs> but don't forget, the road probably wasn't there. True. Or the, or the visitor centre, the ticket booth. <laughs> it's, no, it's very much a discovered in the way, like, we discovered America. So I was listening to the... Wasps. Ooh, look at this little pool. Um, Sorry, yeah, so you the, carry on. The cave was formed about 350 million years ago. That is... That is older than my dad. It's older than some of my jokes. <laughs> No, it isn't. So you come in the cave and immediately there's like a like a natural formed bowl on the floor full of pennies where people have thrown them in and wished and there's water dripping from the ceiling down into it and it is kind of crazy. It just doesn't look like that could possibly have been natural. Obviously it's been put on or it's formed over the concrete that they've made as the floor and then to your left there's just a skeleton having a nap. Will's listening to an audio guide about the skeleton. I'm distracted by a really lovely golden retriever that I really hope is going to... No, it didn't drink from the water bowl. So, uh, yeah, there's the skeleton of Cheddar Man. Now, the skeleton you see is a replica because the actual Cheddar Man that was found in 1903... <laughs> Cheddar Man. Cheddar Man. Cheddar Man. Hey there, Burn Cheddar Man. Burn it out as fuel out there alone. Uh, Cheddar Man is the oldest homo sapien skeleton found in the world 10,000 years that's not the skeleton no that's a replica that's in a museum then just fucking leave the oldest thing in the world lying around here (laughs) 
You're not thick. Why are you so thick? <laughs> I think people think I'm not thick because usually I very carefully think about what I'm going to say before I say it, whereas on this podcast I just talk. What, is that it there, is it? No. No, I said that's not the real skeleton, didn't I? In the tone of voice, it's like, that's... That's not it. Oh, do you know, if you're going to be horrible, I'm not going to hang out with you today. You have to hang out. We're at work. <laughs> I tell you what I like it's about pretty this. Pretty in here, isn't it? This reminds me of so. Whereas Wookie Hole, obviously, it is natural. This of the cave. He's looking at my tits again. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> Let's just go and kiss in a crevice and get it out of the way. Uh, if I was going to kiss you, I wouldn't start within the crevices. Where I'd start. Um, but, uh, Speaking of crevices, look at that one above our I'm head. trying to talk about it. Okay. Um, Wookie Hole was, it was more Who's like... this for? I, at the minute, you, <laughs> just you. Uh, this is what I thought Mother Shipton's cave would be like. Oh, yeah, yeah, like walkable into it rather than two people get in it and you yeah. go, this is a bit crowded, isn't it? It's like when you go, she lived in a cave. Did she? Because... <laughs> I think she just lived near a wall. My flat was bigger than that in London. <laughs> So we're, we're in the cave. It, it feels a bit more, um, I don't know, like rustic than Wookie Hole. Do you know what it really reminds me of? It's the kind of cave you imagine, I imagine, like a bad guy would live in. You know what I mean? Like what you... kind of a cave is a good guy living in? The bat cave. Like a millionaire's cave, whereas this feels like a poor man's cave. Yeah, the Cheddar Man cave. Not the Goggles or the cave. It's Cheddar Man versus Batman in the fight of bats v cheese. Okay, so to our right now is the fonts. It sort of looks like like a natural waterfall. Um, Like, there's all these different layers and platforms of, of like, I don't know, like limestone sort of thing. It's quartz. I'm not going to say it's quartz, because it's definitely not quartz. What a stupid thing to say, William. You know about rock. 350 million years ago. Is that that's your era? (laughs) No, it isn't. You know that. (laughs) Ooh, there's a tiny little cave to our right here, like a little hidey in a hole cave. Even I have to squat to get into this one. Oh, but then, oh no, it's actually quite creepy on the inside. It's cool in here, isn't it? Both in temperature and ambiance. Ambiance. It's really interesting. I wonder how far you can go in. Oh, those look like graves. To, to the left now, there's like slabs of big rock. They look like the sort of place where you do a human sacrifice. What I find interesting about caves, uh, they mentioned at the beginning on the first bit of like audio tour, that remember that caves are just cracks and holes in a mountain. Like we're just in, like we're just under my car. Yeah. So how um, often did you come here as a child? See, I don't remember this as much. I remember going to Wookie Hole and lots of that felt familiar, but we must have come here and I know I did, but this doesn't feel at all familiar. I uh, was driving here and I saw an advert for Diana Ross at Longleat. Ooh. Let's do that. So I just listened to the audio guide telling me about why this particular patch is called Heartbreak Hill. And I think it might be one of the most Victorian stories I've ever heard because they're there going, there was no health and safety. Goff and his sons pulled all the rubble out by hand. I imagine one of his sons would have died during the excavation. That's why he's uh, so sad. No, actually. Oh. What it was was that Goff had a mule he, that he was very fond of. He fucking loved that mule. He loved the mule. 
But it's so Victorian in that, like, so the mule died before the cave was fully, and the mule never got to see the caves realised. But it's, don't you find that is, like, too typical Victorian, that, like, he loved that mule. Yeah. Not so much that he didn't work it to death excavating a cave for his own personal yes, gain, but, you, but he did love it. But he also showed how much he loved it by, once it had died, displaying its skull in his museum. Mm-mm. And, Laura, if you die, I'm going to put your, your skull in my museum. <laughs> That is Victorian love at its finest. It's like, if you love something, don't make it work to death in a cave, goff. Pop that on a fucking live, laugh, love poster. (laughs) True love isn't exhaustion in the dark. Dream as if you'll live forever. Live as if you'll die today. And if you do, your skull's going on the mantelpiece. (laughs) Well, there's some cheese up there. Ooh, some stalagmites and stalactites in a little pond. Oh, that's creepy. The stone here's got a real, like, translucency about it. It, it looks marbly. Yeah, it's really, like, it's, like, borderline. Well, I said rose quartz earlier. I think it, like, it, it, it reminds me... Obviously, it isn't rose quartz. Look at the veins there coming down. So there's a bit of the ceiling here where the water's run down. It's caused, like, slicks of white film, a bit like marbling on a yeah. stake. It also looks a lot like... like That's an excellent, excellent analogy there, Laura. Watch me ruin it with one less good. <laughs> sort of like if when the, when the tide goes out and there's seaweed left on the rocks, sort of like the inorganic version of that. Yeah. Not too bad, actually. Also, I was in Leicester yesterday. Whoa, right? look down there. The Rift. We're at a place called The Rift. And there is, just, just to the left, it just slides down. And it's it, also... Sorry to interrupt, Laura. Sorry, you do it constantly. A fucking mannequin. He hates mannequins. Places. Stop trying to scare me. (laughs) That mannequin's far away, though. That's not freaking you out, is it? No, but when I saw it, I was like, there's a guy down there. No, there's not. God, that that really makes me feel that reality that uh, we are under a mountain. Yeah. So the sheer rift fall... Yeah, like, we, we have no business being here. It's great, though. It's incredible. I'll tell you what I do quite like. It's, it's almost stupid that we're having mindless chat going round here instead of describing how incredible it all is. But the thing is, that's not what you listen to. I've said it before. If you're that fucking bothered, come and visit. No, Will, you have to stop saying that, because otherwise we could just do this podcast from one of our houses. Hey, I've said that many times as well. <laughs> so up why here... Don't, why don't you come around my house? We'll watch The Matrix, talk about that for a bit. Um, if you look up now, there is that amazing cathedral feeling. It almost looks to me like, you know, above an organ where the pipes yeah. go up. So it looks to me like a mix of organ pipes, right, candle wax, yeah. and then occasionally calamari. Yeah, 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 yeah. It just, it makes me want to, like, someone to make an animated film about people living in these, like, palace structures of water dripping down and forming these creations. It is absolutely stunning. Do you know what I really like about here um, a lot? It's so, like, obviously we're saying we like it, but it's so visually striking that they're not trying to bombard you with, listen to this every fucking five minutes, read this, read this, like, look at it, it's incredible. And that's enough, like... Yeah. The colouring in this rock, so we're moving underneath the sort of amazing bit here that looks like a, a, a sort of palace. 
And then the, the palace bit is very white, where I assume it's calcium coming out of the water. But then next to that, there's a bit with a real rusty, oxidised colour running through it in veins and a bluey sort of hint to it. It's, it's amazing. What's also really lovely is the water... Because it's just like um, calcified water that makes these stalactites, isn't it? The, yeah. But it's still happening. Like these drips yeah. are still going. So, so you can come back here in 500 years and it'll all look different. I don't think I'll still be alive in 500 years. Maybe. Not if I carry on annoying you at this rate. Oh, please, Laura. We'll be alive in 500 days. That'll get us some publicity for the podcast. Okay, so we carry on. Send it to the patron or I'll murder Lord. <laughs> Ooh, oh, no, that's given... My tummy went a bit floopy there, and I looked over an edge of this... Uh, um, I've lost all my words because my tummy's gone floopy. You'll have to do this bit. So you look over the railing, and there's just a very, oh. very deep hole leading into a sort of underground lake. Um, it's the kind of thing that if you fell, you'd die. I really, honestly, I don't often get vertigo, but for some reason, that is making it's me It's because it's so, I think it's so dark that it could be anywhere between a metre or a hundred metres drop. Yeah, it's yucky. But That's nice my though. professional description. Yucky. I've got the worst period cramps today. That's probably not helping with feeling sick. I've got a bit of a headache. That's the same. It's very different, actually. <laughs> oh, this tunnel feels a bit claustrophobic in a way, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's so calm. Do you feel calm in mm. this? Yeah, like, so have you ever been potholing? No. So I went potholing as a kid and loved it. And now the thought of it is like, <laughs> But not here, oh, this... Oh, what's happening? So it's a very small, I'm going to assume a natural opening, um, but you come through <gasps> and suddenly you're in this unbelievable... Holy shit! So it's weirdly, Laurie, then you, you said it was like cathedral-esque. This area is called St Paul's. Oh my this God! This is unbelievable, Laura. Oh my God, I can't believe what I'm looking at. So I, f- I feel like I'm looking at like a forest made of rock on the wall. If you've lo- seen Blue Planet when he sees all that the sea of jellyfish it's that but rock the scale is incredible it's so high these formations like stringy runs and then the fluffier more marshmallowy angles and it's all in this like pinky white (gasps) oh my goodness so underneath the sort of cathedral wall there's a, a pool of water that's underneath an outcrop of rock, like this still pool of water. And you can see through and across that into more stalagmites and just more of a like open cave at the back. And the water reflects what you can see uh, like above it. This is insane. This is, this is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. Wow, I don't want to leave. I don't want to stop looking at it. This is amazing. It's so beautiful. The intricacy of how this water has done this is... And, like, let's be honest, it looks like a, a hundred vaginas pasted into the wall. Oh, yeah, I've seen that video, yeah. <laughs> well, over here, it looks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. So you turn around from the St Paul's Wall, which is... 
mind-blowingly beautiful. Oh my goodness. If I left now having only seen that, it would be worth it. That that is incredible. And then you just to the right, there's another like still pool of water with these incredible, they look like Himalayan table salt. You know you buy those like blocks yeah, of yeah, 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 pink yeah. Himalayan salt. I've got two shot glasses. Yeah. They look like those like um stalagmites just coming out of this pool where the water obviously drips. They're so girthy. Okay, so we're coming up more stairs now. To the left, there's a sort of bit that... Shaft, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like they're exploring over there, but you can't really... The, the public can't go up into it because it's not, it's not safe. It's not been secured over there. It's incredible, yeah. Wow, Will, look behind you. So just behind us, there's almost looks like a tree trunk and you can see the roots going down where the water's sliding down a column. So a stalagmite and a stalactite have met in the middle and made a column. And that up there is uh, quite rare as well, the, um, the uh, calcite going into the iron ore. Right. Yeah, so it's amazing. Were there diamonds in the diamond chamber? Um, no, um, we just say that because when the torchlight is on it, um, it's um, like it's glistening like diamonds. It looks like, like pig fat. Oh, William. I like, I like crackling. Well, I like a scratching. Yeah, I know, but it's not called the pig fat chamber, is it? It could be. <laughs> I don't think it would be as sexy and as enticing if you called it the pig fat chamber. <laughs> well, I think that would be quite disturbing. Yeah. Well, yeah, come in our cave and look at our pig fat chamber. Imagine the crackling that it'd make. It's just amazing. It's got pure, like, Lord of the Rings vibes. Yeah, yeah. What, what's causing the red? I thought oxide, it was quartz, but I was iron, totally wrong. It's the iron ore, so it's uh, like a pigment um, that makes it the red, and um, it comes through naturally. It's yeah, it's, it's wonderful. A natural substance, but yeah, it's wonderful, isn't it? I like there, the bits like there where you can see where things have snapped off, and so, like you know where the stalactites got too long and it snapped and. Yes. You can see the colouring through it, how one the probably, red is on the outside. One probably impaled that mule. Wonderful. We also get uh, tiny little horseshoe bats um, oh. up high, uh, way up high, and uh, they're asleep at the moment, but we do get occasional ones that fly to the front. And, yeah. Uh, yeah so. I think I saw a bat today, genuinely. Yeah. Came out of the, uh, not in here, on, on my drive in. Yeah. Came out of the hedge, all panicked. I love bats. That's, uh, that's not, not beyond the realm, actually. Yeah. When I was about 28, I uh, looked into getting a bat, and then I realised, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the actions of a madman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get someone back to your house. Look at my... Oh, he's going to kill me. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. This is amazing. It is. It's incredible. Left lovely Rosie that we were talking to that I told you everyone in Somerset was nice. I tell you what, I really like about this place, um, and it's rarer than you think of these places. I love it when the people that work there are people like Rosie who just, it's not just a job, they like yeah, it. Yeah, they, they genuinely love it. Oh, <gasps> look at this. So there's like a natural shelf 
that has caused sort of like an infinity pool yeah. that you walk under deeper into the cave. But yeah, like when the staff are like, this is a great place. Your ability to talk about something really beautifully and then just snap back to what you were doing before is incredible. In a good or a bad way? In a mind-blowing way. I'm not going to give it a positive or a negative, but it's just... What's happening? Why are you beeping? Why am I beeping? Stop beeping. (laughs) Our audio guides just suddenly started beeping in a very panicked way. I didn't feel good about that, Will. I thought we were going to die. We're all going to die, Lord. One day. This is probably the first time that I've walked down something steep and slippy in the entire four series of podcasts and not fucking decked it. (laughs) I was um, in a studio in Brighton the other day recording my podcast... Uh, recording my audiobook for Pivot and the woman that runs the studio said she'd started listening to National Treasures out of um, interest of who I was and what I was doing there and she said she just couldn't stop laughing at the Devil's Dyke episode and you cannoning down that hill. I'm very funny. (laughs) Mannequins, fucking told you, fucking mannequins. So this is like, it's a rock pool that goes down... No, people don't just climb in that well and go in, do they? Yes, they do. No, 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 no. There's the Rock Sport Adventure Cave. No. And it goes all the way down into Sump 3. I don't think that's clever to do. (laughs) So it is literally just like there's a well in the floor and then they are just showing a man just putting scuba gear on and getting in that well. They descended 200 feet from here, no. so they're about a mile underground, to explore all the fast water. Nah, you'd die. I don't want to do that. You can do it. You can do it, even up to today, if you're a thrill seeker. I think I'm a thrill avoider. I'm just sort of thrill ambivalent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, there's a bit there where, like, grass and moss and stuff's growing. I love it when that Where's happens. Where's it getting the UV from? It's green, it's got chlorophyll, it's photosynthesising. It's long, this cave, isn't it? Thank you. Thick as well. I don't know why you're taking credit for a cave. Surely that Uh, should have been my gag. You're doing a penis, Jane. Yeah, but a penis is the opposite of a cave. Oh, please. Let me have this. So we left Goff's cave and we're heading down through the town now and we're going to go up Jacob's Ladder where apparently you get the most incredible view from the top of the mountain. You ready for a hike? Never. Going past a little old-timey cute sweet shop with a little, like, old pram outside full of almond nougat and lots of nice-looking ice cream and then the Mendip Gift Company. God, I love a gift shop. Okay, well, I'm well up for this walk and this climb. I will say I'm only two weeks out of having done an ultramarathon, so my feet look <coughs> like boiled ham. Horrible. Um, I'm horrible not, not entirely sure how this is going to go. You might have to carry me because one of my toes is broken and two of my toenails are hanging off. Um, so let's go. We've gone up a few steps. So far, I feel okay. But it's 274 steps to the top. That's not too bad, is it? No. (laughs) Also, uh, reminiscent of what Box Hill thinks it is. Does it? 
I don't think Box Hill thinks it's this. No, but the steps, as in, you know, nice handrail, nice normal steps. Not like horrible Box Hill. <laughs> okay, let's not talk about Box Hill because I can't climb and deal with you being furious. I'm very rarely furious these days. I don't know, I was with you at Box Hill. I mean, there's a little girl behind us, so she can do it, we can do it. No, One, Will, two, that's not three. how age works. Every Children three. are so capable of weird physical things. Oh, God, it is just straight line of steps. Oh. oh, thank God, there's a place where you can stop and have a breather without disrupting everybody else coming up the stairs behind you. Will, tell the listener about the history of Jacob's Ladder. So the south side of the gorge, oh, you've been over. I'm so tired. No, we're about 10% of the way up. So... Pavey. Don't know who Pavey is? Roland Pavey. Wanted to emulate the success of Goff and Cox, who did the caves. So he paved the steps, named after Jacob's ladder from the book of Genesis. Jacob dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on earth. Anyway, 274 steps up to the top. Laura's fucking dead about 20% of the way up. It is, I will say, it does look quite daunting because it is just a straight staircase. Right, uh, Laura, how are you feeling? Well, sad. I sort of hoped that after I'd done an ultramarathon, I never needed to do anything physical ever again. That's not how things work. No, I realise that now, but it was what I promised myself, that if I got through that, that was it. That was me sat down for the rest of my life. Now here I am, like an idiot, doing podcasting the stupid way. Not much to say, really. Just walking up some steps. Yeah, here we are. A bench here. If I was a bench salesman, I'd be here right now selling them for a million pounds. So you can walk on the cliffs for an hour if you want, but we don't want that. I've only ever seen a view if we don't go and do. We've got the lookout tower. That's more stairs. It's like 15 more stairs. That is 50. Oh my God, I want to die. My calves. Why are you walking? It should be your quads. It's the stairs, they'll be dark. Yeah, doosh. Doosh, leave the heel. Here you come in. It's 42 steps. 48. Okay, come on. I just want to go to the lookout tower. I'm sure it's fine. It's lovely up there. Excellent. Six little flights of stairs. What a view. What a view. What a great view. So it's sort of like a metal spiral staircase thing. Green in colour. Like the forest. And then the view is spectacular. can see a big like lake over to one side the town of cheddar I assume very Jerusalem-esque the uh, song of the city and then a nice valley very nice Laura's really missed out oh, I think she might be joining us hard Laura Lex.
Laura Lex is grabbing me. Okay, I did it. I did it. Oh my life. Oh, there's a big reservoir over there, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, as well. We discussed this before you arrived. Well, I've made it up here. Well done, me. There's something quite nice about going from being inside a mountain to stood on the top of it, isn't there? Yeah, very so that self-same mountain. Right, let's head down and go to the next cave. Yeah, and then a sandwich. We've stopped for a bit of lunch because I felt very sick after doing the mountain. I had a salt beef and like rare bit toasty and it was fantastic. I had a cheese toasty, also delicious, with a lovely light onion chutney. I've, I've really enjoyed myself. And then I had a salted caramel and chocolate tart that was so sickly but delicious. I'm halfway through a chocolate pecan pie. I might have to take half of it with me in a napkin and eat it later like a piglet in the car. <laughs> oh, sorry, I've got a mouthful of pecans. So we're going to go to another cave, are we? Yep. Right, finish your pecans, let's go for another cave. There's a few houses round here, though, that you're like, oh, man, if you retired and just lived in that, you'd be the happiest person in the world. I wouldn't be. This is not where I want to retire to. Really? Where do you want to retire to? Las Vegas. You would be such a creep in Las Vegas. I'm a creep here. <laughs> <laughs> right, where's our ticket gone? Is that it there? Mm, I think that's a receipt for something. Right, we're going in the Dream Hunters cave. Hi! So we've come in the cave and there's a screen on the wall with sort of like pretend hides all around it and it says Dream Hunters and there's the shadows of um, cavemen mood music. Oh, hang on a minute. Some DNA. Of our ancestors. As we proceed deep into the untouched earth, we can sense our past. What can it have been like for our forefathers? I had one father. The journey that took mankind from the most primitive existence to being the most feared and successful of predators. A changing climate and fierce predators were relentless rivals, pushing early humans Can't imagine a bear in Cheddar Gorge, can you? It's all I think about. <laughs> it's more likely than fucking Paddington Station. <laughs> you saying you're anti-migrants? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, a lotus flower just opened. I've not really listened to any of this. I've, well, I've tried. <laughs> Do you reckon they played Native American music early man in Somerset? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were big fans. Don't tell me what to do. I'm going to hunt some dreams. Please enter the cave. Always, Always follow, follow the, the running, running man. man. That's just good advice for not dying in a fire. Bad advice for the um, Arnold Schwarzenegger film, The Running Man. Or if you live on a marathon route. Ooh, so we've gone through a door and we're into the cave and they've got coloured lights in this cave. So in the last one we were in, everything was very much very serenely lit. This one's got pinks and oranges and purples and they're changing colours. 
I love these still pools. They're so, like, nice feeling. Oh, God, are we following a... Oh! Oh, shit, there's, like, a projection of a star lady on the wall. It's freezing in here. It's a cave, you idiot. The projections are not dissimilar to a cutscene from an... Well, our faces are very close, aren't they? Uh, from an Assassin's Creed film game. I can't quite hear what she's saying, though, and I don't think oh, it's... she's us- just saying the cave of wonders. <laughs> I can't find the lamp in a rub. Diamond in the rough. Your reward. Your eternal reward. I like that they've done two different things with the caves, though, you know? Mm. You're not impressed, are you? <laughs> is it a bit gimmicky for an archaeologist such as yourself? It's just, it's just nice, isn't it, anyway? I don't need fucking Pandora turning up. <laughs> oh, some lightning just flashed across the walls. Right, either turn it up or turn it off someone. <laughs> We've got to follow the running man now. There they go. So the running men are, like, projected onto the cave wall. And we're going in that direction. Oh, it is tight. Yeah, this is not for the... Ah! Oh, my God, I thought that was going to be rock and it is a fleece. Yes, and suddenly the floor's (laughs) tiled. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this cave is a bit more... Very Indiana Jones vibes. But kids would fucking love this one. Oh, yeah, kids would be fucking... I like proud. that they've done two different distinct things. This is a little bit too gimmicky for me, but I like that it's not just two caves that feel the same in them. They've actively, like, gone in a direction. they followed the running man. So have we. We're now stood on the next... Oh. They're napping. They're using the Lavalois technique. From France? Yeah. I think it's from everywhere, but it's named after a man called Lavalois. Um, so we're watching a video of a man napping with stone, not sleeping. It's got real um, Galadriel vibes, this chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if Aragorn just turned up. What? Actual guy? Viggo Mortensen. That's his name. All I can think of was Val Kilmer. He, do you know he can't talk anymore? Who, Val Kilmer? Yeah. Why? What happened? He got very ill about ten years ago. Don't bang your head on that rock behind you. Don't okay. tell me what to do. It's <laughs> <laughs> actor's shit. Oh, this is fun. fun. As the film, they hit a flint together, a red light is flashing in the cave behind, and now they've lit the fire in the film, and the whole cave is lit up red. It looks wonderful. I think my big issue with this, because it is quite impressive, is... Cavemen, like cavemen, didn't really exist. Like they wouldn't have lived in it. No. Isn't that a thing about cave paintings, that the reason you don't find them in the mouths of caves, you find them further in, is that they put them in dark places and lit fires because yeah. it almost animated them. That's exactly true, yes. Oh, there's wolves. Oh, that's quite creepy, actually. That wolf's going to jump at us. Imagine if they fucking release the wolf at us now. I've seen no one exit this cave. What's that? What's that man fucking that dog? <laughs> oh god. Do you ever feel bad for Mackie that Mackie was once like a cool wolf 
No, because she's better than a wolf now. Now she pretends to limp to get more treats. (laughs) She's better than a wolf now. She is the focused distillation of one aspect of a wolf. Which bit? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is real tight here. Even I'm ducking, and that means that it is narrow. Um, I have to breathe in, but that's more to do with my girth than the... (laughs) I'm less focused on the caves because of all this nonsense going on. Some find meaning and see a truth. Some find only I could do voiceover, you know. <laughs> Together, we you share... too. I'd sound less like I was on the brink of orgasm as well. <laughs> That's what they're going for. Together, we find... Oh, the game! Also, I'm very impressed that she she hasn't shut up and she's said fucking nothing. (laughs) (laughs) This is quite cool. There's like cave paintings moving across the wall. Glowing eyes again. <laughs> she was just a jabberwocky. <laughs> Should we move on? Should we go home? <laughs> I like the way the cave paintings are moving on the wall there. I think that looks cool. Yeah, great. Oh, he's cross. Right, we're going through a little curtain bit into another upper bit into a cave that's lit green with lots of. Moving, water dripping. Its eyes glow. <laughs> oh, we're in a big room now. Magic. Because they're just doing a thing, aren't they? This room's sort of got projections all round the walls and the ceiling. Oh, cool. There's like spirits of horses flying round the walls. This is cool. <laughs> Will is flapping around the cave like a bellend. You're such a novice. <laughs> This one, these projections are fun. There we go. And now we come back out into the blazing sunshine and the modern world. Right, my issue with that one. <laughs> everything. Not everything. The romanticization, romantication of early man. It wasn't all mystical thing, it was hard fucking work. I don't think that that bit where they were getting attacked by wolves, the point was to make you think, oh lovely, that looks like a breezy Sunday. I like wolves. Yeah, I love wolves, I've got one, but... Listen, don't ever lie to me again and call Maggie a wolf. (laughs) She's like a wolf and a tiger and a coiled spring all rolled into one fluffy ball of beautiful loveliness. And there we go, I enjoyed that. 
So, it was quite a funny ending. I don't think Cox's Cave was as for us as Goff's Cave. But, like I said, I really enjoy that they've made a choice and they've gone with it. I think I might have found that a bit boring if I'd done that after Goff's Cave, because Goff's Cave is so much more spectacular. Yeah, huge fan of the place. Really enjoyed. I liked both caves for different reasons. I loved the view from Jacob's Ladder. I had a nice lunch. I'll definitely come back. Yeah. And there's like, you know, you really can spend all day here, I think, because we haven't even looked at the museum. We've just not got time. Um, But join us next week when we will be chatting to Richard Herring about why he sent us here. Obviously, you'll know Richard from Rehearlustaper, plus his stand-up, plus lots of brilliant things that he's been on on the television. So we'll catch up with him next week. Until then, Will, where can people find us on the internet to chat to us about Cheddar Gorge? So you can come on to the social media at Treasures Pod on everything you can join our Patreon for exclusives that's patreon.com slash national treasures you can give us an email nationaltreasurespodcast at gmail.com if you live near us you can come to our houses if you know where they are if you stalk me I will call the police do not come to my house don't forget now is the time to get voting on what you want our two episodes from this uh, visit to be about so at the end of the month we will choose two features of our visit today and do deep dives on them so is it going to be cavemen is it going to be wolves is it going to be bats is it going to be cheese toasties what do you want us to research and explore in depth get voting on the patreon now and if you're not a patron but you want to have a say join up see what years and years is like and get a say in the future of the podcast uh we'll see you next week goodbye Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.